Nathan Nelson from Dairy NZ joins us on the muster as Dairy NZ are on the program every week. Good afternoon, Nathan. G'day, Andy. Good to catch up. How's things been? Now, we're going to talk about this today, but it's the obvious, isn't it? Just how green Southland is as a province at the moment. Yeah, look, that's right. It's, um, yeah, we're having a bumper bumper growth season or mid-lactation season in Southland. Um, obviously not necessarily the case. There's so much the case up the road in um, South Otago. So, yeah, it is probably a, possibly a province of two halves at the moment, I think. How, how's everybody in South Otago handling the situation at the moment? Yeah, look, it's probably a province of two different stories at the moment. Southland's obviously rolling in grass in most places, and South Otago's, um, yeah, definitely uh, drying up and, and fairly tight. So, yeah, just a matter of thinking through what those options are for both situations. So, yeah, we'll touch on that as we go through. It's fascinating, isn't it? You look at what's happening here as opposed to an hour up the road, but let's talk about South Otago first. I mean, the situation unfolding there, what's a couple of things for people to keep in mind looking at feed? Yeah, I think the first one there is obviously just assess your conditions and know what you've got. So, you know, do a thorough feed assessment as far as yeah, just having a good handle on what covers actually are doing and, and growth rates and residuals. Um, and probably the key one there is really proactive body condition score management, um, which probably then leads into uh, looking at maybe a milking frequency or um, that at-risk at group of cows, um, certainly looking at a milking frequency alteration for them. Um, and if that's not your farm system preference, then it's a matter of what feed is available um, at a good price to be able to put in to um, yeah, keep the milk flying but keep the condition on them as well. Obviously, through the uh, autumn time, you don't want to pinch cows going into winter. So, um, obviously, there's yeah, so, plenty of surplus feed available in Southam, so doing some thumbs around, you know, um, baleage or looking at um, concentrated feeding if that's your system that you're set up to, to do. OK, look at Southland, with all the feed that's about at the moment and the great problem of trying to keep on top of pasture quality as well. It, it's a unique one for the, the end of February. Yeah, look, I think we're having a, a boomer of a mid-lactation season in Southland for sure in, in most parts. And so I think the, the key thing with that is, is just being prepared to keep taking those surpluses if they're on offer. So um, I suppose have a good look at, you know, if you are growing above demand for pasture growth rates and average pasture covers and Look, I suppose there's probably three main tools realistically on the milking platform, which you know you'll probably be utilising a combination of of all three of those at present, just where we are placed in the season. But um, either some pre-grazed mowing or some post-grazed tidying up, depending on what your preferences around that. Um, obviously, some baleage is still getting dropped out, um, and may which is a good option to obviously deal with that immediately, and then have those paddocks come back in. Um, at the bottom of the round. And then the third one really is probably just having a slight look at that ro rotation length or round length um, and if there's an ability just to move that out slightly and get yourself out to, you know, somewhere between a, I don't know, 28-day to sort of 32-day round depending on, you know, obviously farm constraints and, and what your preference is, but ability to do that and alongside that just have a look at that supplement mix that perhaps is going in through the shed and um, have you got the right mix going in or um, just checking the checking the levels. Possibly the other one, people will vary on this a wee bit, but you could actually have a look at what your nitrogen um, you know, plan is or what rates of nitrogen are, are going out alongside of that as well. If you're you know, really kicking along growth rate-wise, you might want to trickle a little bit in, but yeah, possibly an opportunity just to have a look at that as well and maybe not put on such a high rate um, if you're still growing a surplus of grass because you'll just end up having to keep harvesting it and keep tucking it away. So. It's a case of leaving the mower on the tractor almost too in some instances. Yeah, look, that's right. And I think, you know, very much that's, um, yeah, that's, that's probably one of the top tools um, that we're, 
you know, would, en- would encourage, I mean, I suppose the worst thing is to do nothing and, and let the feet get away on you or, or build up in front of you because then, you know, there's problems and problems and obviously feed quality is the, is the key thing. And while we've got good growth in front of us, let's try and utilise it um, and put some milk in the vet, uh, which, you know, is obviously going to help. And um, a lot of farmers that sat into through the province, uh, you know, at this stage anyway, um, on track to do, yeah, really strong production for the season, which obviously helps pay the bills and, um you know, production is a pretty key driver of our dairy farm systems, isn't it? So. Body score conditioning, it comes into the equation as well when you got the feed like the way we have. Yeah, and I suppose that's where there's two different comments, isn't there? South Otago's probably more, um, you know, we've just been in a bit of a tight spot, is obviously not trying to mind too much condition score. Um, you know, if the feed situation is tight. For South, and it's probably just been cautious that, you know, there's good milk flow and high ME feed, and, you know, most people are feeding something through the shed as well. Um, so it's pretty easy to actually take weight off cows because they're uh, actually producing so well or still producing you know, good strong production so I suppose what we'd recommend there in both situations of this mix is ideally you have someone independently come in and score the cows so every single cow gets scored um, and gets its own sort of um, independent assessment I suppose sometimes there's a danger of a bit too much familiarity um, if you're the one in the shed doing it but um, if that's not your position, then doing something's better than nothing, um, and really focus on those tail end ones. So whether that looks like um, if you've got a farm that can run two herds, then obviously the lighter, younger cows go on a preferential mob. Um, if that's not the case, maybe if you're in shed feeding, um, the ability to preferential feed some of those you know tail end ones or struggling ones, um, and also if it's a farm system. Um, you know, view that you're happy with is looking at that milking frequency, which obviously is a real focus on body condition score and probably lameness. Hearing, you know, a few lame cows about and, and lameness actually being a bit of an issue uh, just with the way the season's going. So, milking frequency reduction can obviously help in that regard as well, not just for, um, you know, body condition score, but lame or sore feet as well. So, Nathan, as far as dry off dates, do people just stick to what they had in mind, bearing? bearing in mind as well the growth that we've had do you what do you change when you look towards winter yeah look i think again you know probably without generalizing um if you've got a little bit more control over that winter grazing situation you know when you're self-contained or keeping some at home um if there's good covers going into june which i suppose we're starting to see the last few seasons then definitely there's been that ability um yeah all things being equal to to milk on a little bit or sneak a few days of of milk into june if um you're set up to do so suppose the other thing we're probably just you know cautious or hearing too is um you know with good milk price and good covers around um people are getting scanning results back now so there's probably that tendency to hold on to cow cows and try and squeeze as much milk out of them as possible which is fine but i suppose either have a good conversation with your um agent to make sure they've got a spot when you want them to go or else you're probably going to need some of that feed reserve um to be able to poke into them if you have to hold on to them for longer than uh, anticipated or these delays for any reason yeah, certainly an interesting situation, Nathan. Just finally as well, social media channels for Dairy NZ, um, a lot of good stuff going up there still. Yeah, look, uh, Facebook page, if you're not part of it, then, um, yeah, we just run a closed group but under South and South Otago Dairy NZ, um, and there you'll see quite a bit of interactive polls going on with regional intel and obviously the events that are coming through. Um, and I think even just recently we put up a, a Talking Dairy podcast from a couple um, in South and looking at, um, people management says so yeah lots of good stuff coming through there so if you're not aware of that or not on the page definitely um, yeah, join join that and it'll keep you up to date with what's happening in the region good on you nathan always good to chat thanks andy appreciate it nathan nelson out of dairy nz
looking at the unique situation with the contrast of South Otago to what Southland's having at the moment. This is a Thursday. Up next in the beef and lamb slot, we have Donna Hamilton, Wurrumwise Workshop Facilitator. We're talking about drench resistance, a bit of an issue going on, and it just seems to be getting worse. Donna's going to give us some things to keep in mind. Take 